0: Good evening, Jamestown and everyone else streaming us online, listening to this or watching it. You are, tuned to, you are tuned into this month's Arts on Fire Live. I'm your host, Anthony Merchant, here with you. And uh, I'm very pleased this month we have the Ferdonia Guitar Quartet with us, giving us a live performance. We're going to hear some live music from them. We'll talk to them about the quartet, learn some more. And uh, I'd also like to thank, before we get into the music, the uh, Corporation for Public Broadcasting, as well as all our great listeners who support this station and uh, keep us going so we can do things like this. But uh, let's get let's get right into the music shall we so uh for guitar quartet go ahead take it away <laughs>
1: a Guitar Quartet, playing Come Together, written by Paul McCartney and John Lennon of The Beatles, uh, arranged for classical guitar by Stanley Yates. Uh, I'm sure everybody knew that song. Uh, I'm Ian Underwood, and now I'm gonna be playing a solo piece of music for you uh, by Cuban composer, Leo Brower. This piece is entitled Cantalena de los Bosques.
0: piece right there from the Fredonia Guitar, Guitar Quartet. You are tuned into Arts on Fire live right here on 107.9 WRFA. And uh, if you're watching this live, you might be watching this on YouTube or Facebook. Thank you so much for checking out this uh, Arts on Fire this month. So I mean, let's uh, let's talk for a minute. Let's take a break from uh, music for just a second. And uh, we'll kind of go down the line. And uh, if you want to introduce yourselves, and also, I mean, how long everyone's been playing guitars. If you want to let everyone, like, know your name? and. How long have you been playing?
2: Okay, um, my name is Rain Mescalado, and I've been playing guitar for the past 10 or 11 years at this point, I think.
3: Wow. Uh, hi, I'm Jackson Rotella. I've been playing guitar of some sort for as long as I can remember, but I've had a classical guitar in my hands for about three and a half, four years now.
4: Hello, uh, my name is Frankie Ferry. Uh, I've been playing guitar for about four to five years, classical for about two and a half. Uh,
1: My name is Ian Underwood. I've been playing classical guitar for about four years now, but I've been playing guitar for probably 14, 15 years now. I can't believe that.
0: (laughs) One more question. How long has everybody been part of the Fredonia Guitar Quartet? You want to just let everyone know how long you've been a, a part of this so far?
2: Uh, it's Rain again. I have been in the guitar quartet. This would be my third semester, so about a year.
3: I've been in the guitar quartet for about three days now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you
3: yeah, um, unfortunately, one of the members, Dominic Orlandos, great player, um, he came down with COVID this week, so I've, yeah. uh, I'm sitting in for him. Uh, so gracious for that. This is
4: Frank again. Um, Dominic and I are the newest members to the quartet. I've been a part of it since February, I believe. Uh, so, the start of this semester. And uh, yeah, it's been a great experience so far.
1: Uh, in the quartet, I'm Ian again in the quartet. I believe this is my fourth semester, third semester
0: in the quartet, my third semester in the quartet. Let's get right back to the music. Here's Fredonia Guitar Quartet right here on Arts on Fire Live.
3: I'm going to play a solo piece now um, for those of you. For God or not tuning in. I'm Jackson Rotel. Um, this piece is a new composition by a classmate of ours named Ryan Terry. Um, it's called La Novelbog. It translates to the new wave. This one it was composed by a professor, James Pierkowski. It's called Uraka. It's about a small jungle village in Venezuela. Um, there's a very notable waterfall in the, in the center of the village. I guess it's really the, the prominent aspect of the piece as a whole, so Uraka.
4: Frankie speaking again, so Jackson Jackson Rotella and I will be playing a duet called A Fool on the Hill. Now this song was written by the Beatles in 1967 for their album titled Magical Mystery Tour, and it was arranged by Leo Brower for two guitars, we hope you enjoy it.
0: You are listening to the Fredonia Guitar Quartet right here on Arts on Fire Live on 1079 WRFA. We would like to thank, real quick, the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, as well as all our great listeners who support the station so we can do great things like this, have uh, great performers in every month. And uh, next month, on June 30th, mark your calendars. We have some performers coming in from the Infinity Performing Arts, and uh, we'll have that. That will be again June 30th, so mark that on your calendar. But uh, we'll get back to the music. Now It is the uh, Fredonia Guitar Quartet right here on Arts on Fire Live.
3: Yeah, the first piece we'll be playing was our contribution to the Fredonia Guitar Society's video game themed concert this past semester. Um, it's a piece composed by Kazumi Tataka. The arrangement is for three guitars done by the Ottawa Guitar Trio. It's the Mi Plaza theme. You might recognize this piece.
2: It's Rain Mescalado again. And now I will be playing um, two solos. Uh, The first solo I will be playing today is the Lord Movement from JS Fox, 4th Loot Suite in E Major, BWV-1006A. For my second and last solo piece, I will be playing Variations on a Theme by Mozart, composed by guitarist Fernando sor Please enjoy.
0: Tune in to 107.9 WRFA, or maybe streaming us on our YouTube or Facebook page, or tune in to Arts on Fire live right here. We got the Ferdonia Guitar Quartet with us, absolutely amazing, making me wish I learned more than power chords. Uh, <laughs> some really good stuff over here. So I know we were talking earlier before the performance, and your guitar- I mean they are all beautiful guitars, and they're like locally made, I believe. Do you want to like talk a little bit about the guitars that you uh, that you're all playing here today? So, right after my freshman
4: year, uh, my first semester, or sorry, first year at Fredonia concluded, I was in the market for a new guitar. And uh, my professor, Professor Pierkowski, suggested that I look into Jim Holler guitars uh, because, you know, they make really fantastic guitars. And uh, I there were two models that were sort of in the works at the time, and uh, I played it. Uh, got to try it for about a week on uh, guitar ensemble and just fell in love with the instrument. Uh, it's beautiful very resonant instrument and really nice to play uh, and yeah, it's something that uh, probably one of the best things that happened throughout my career at Fredonia was uh, Getting this guitar, and I feel like it elevated my musicianship uh, and made me not made me a better player, but I felt like I can express myself more on a high-quality instrument.
2: I think something that's quite interesting is that all of us, all four members um, that are here right now, um, all have holler guitars, and I believe we have them in sets. So uh, Frank and Ian, you have 114 and 115, and then Jackson and I, we have 120 and 121. So I think it's pretty cool to have an entire quartet playing for you guys today. On all holler guitars, so you can really hear how cool they sound.
0: The pandemic—I mean, has it has it obviously like you're here performing with us now? But the last two years, has it has anything changed, or did it make anything difficult for the quartet to perform, or do do anything with the pandemic going on? How did how did that affect the uh, quartet?
2: Well, um, I'll pass it in a second, but I rain again. I've only ever been in Fredonia in college during the pandemic, so um, I don't really have anything to compare it to. I know that it halted auditions for the guitar guitar quartet for a while, Um, but really apart from that, I can't say too much.
1: I'm Ian again for those listening. Um, I think well, I think one of the big things, uh, and obviously not exclusive to guitar, but just having masks on, uh, was really difficult. And granted, we I think we did luck out in that department, as we could be trumpetists trying to play through masks. So I think we did luck out, but but still having just something there while you're looking over it you know anything there is just kind of going to mess with you a little bit so that was one of the honestly one of the big things was just having to play with a mask on for concerts and in M and things like that And we also we also did some um, for our recital seminars. We had some like Zoom recital seminars. They're usually in person, Uh, but we we did like the first couple semesters. We did have some, and that 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 is a little more difficult because you can't do like duets or group work over Zoom, you know. So so it has to be only like solo playing. Um, so we did have some some zoom classes, but that yeah zoom and and music just don't really mix super well, so there was definitely some obstacles but we uh, we made it on the other side here we are
0: that's awesome I also want to talk about too I mean you know, we were talking about earlier like how long everyone's been playing guitar, and uh, I'm sure you've played in other capacities besides in the Fredonia guitar quartet but like what would you compare like i'm sure that changes right if you're playing guitar in like say this versus you're in a rock band and maybe say there's two guitars versus in a trio versus just whatever i mean have you for one have you performed in a capacity like this before i mean is your background normally like in a guitar quartet or is it more like you know like an electric full band or something like that i mean what, what's kind of your history and also i mean does it differ you know i mean does that differ depending on what you're playing
1: yeah, you know, I'll I'll pass it down because I think we all have a little something to say about this. Okay. Um but I think myself, like I think almost everybody that comes into the guitar studio, we you know we're playing Fender Stratocasters and we're like, oh, we gotta play classical, you know? A little different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Um, but that, that, that aside, like uh, I, I love, I just absolutely love classical music. You know, that's that was really. Good. It was difficult at first because I have such a like rock, y background. But it, so it was difficult to adjust at first. But I, it was awesome to really fall in love with this kind of music. But when comparing the two, one of the things that this sticks out to me is, is sometimes when I'm with my band or I'm just jamming with my like drummer and bassist, I kind of kind of go off on a tangent sometimes, and then just kind of you know, you know, just just kind of go let loose. And whereas this, especially uh, in like a quartet like this, but the style of music in particular with with a quartet when we're all playing the same instrument, I think it kind of Kind of forces us to to give and take a little bit more. Uh, it kind of forces us to to listen in to each other. You can't just go off on a tangent, you know. We, we we you know we experimented with come together a little bit, but um, we, it definitely it forces you to kind of listen to everybody a little bit. But I think we all have something to say.
4: Yeah, I started. Uh, this is Frank, by the way. Um, I started playing guitar in high school. I played in a rock band, and uh, me and my friends just playing after school every day um, for this talent show that was like a couple hours away that we were preparing for my brother's college. and that type of uh, musical experience was more or less just learning songs. and when you get it's your turn to solo, you let your fingers fly. And in classical, you don't really let your fingers fly. in fact, it's kind of the opposite. You got to tell your fingers like what to do. Uh, so I, senior year of high school I started doing classical lessons and I had a teacher that uh, really like drilled home uh, to having good sound good quality of sound good technique and that's something that I'm glad I had right off the bat uh, and I it's, I guess I'm a little bit different than some of the others in the sense that I didn't play guitar for like, a, like electric guitar for a very long time and then go to classical I played guitar for a year or so and then started doing classical so it wasn't as big an adjustment as maybe some other people necessarily, but uh, I've been doing both at the same time like I summertime wintertime I play in a rock band cover band um, and I, I feel like uh, classical guitars made me a better electric player um, I can't say the it's the other way around But
0: you know Are you playing lead or rhythm when you because I feel like when you're doing something like this and I'm making assumptions, but I would assume in a rock band setting, you're probably playing lead. I mean, you guys are filling out right. the sound with guitar like this and everything. It it screams lead to me. I feel like that's probably what you're playing that dynamic. But maybe I'm assuming.
4: Yeah, it definitely helped my lead playing. Um, having a good ear and being able to hear what you're gonna play before you play it, um, versus before it's like I know the pentatonic shape. But I'm just gonna let my fingers do their thing, you know. So that's definitely that musical experience of classical guitar. Uh, Definitely made me a better rock player, I guess. So,
3: this is Jackson speaking. Now, I started off uh, just playing Beatles tunes as a as a kid. Um, my one grandfather was feeding me Beatles tunes and chords. My other's actually a luthier himself, so he makes a lot of bluegrass instruments. He's a banjo player, a lefty. So, um, unfortunately, <laughs> so I was around a lot of that. Um, but as far as uh, the Playing in a quartet or a guitar ensemble goes. I think, to me, the most interesting element, the the biggest element, is going off what Ian said is uh, the listening to each other. I found that re- that really translates because I play in a trio myself, um, kind of experimental blues, you know, jammy trio type thing. It really uh, enhanced uh, my communicating with them and filling the sound and listening to them, um, and it's much more. Intensive with the guitar, considering we're all playing the same instrument. In this case, very similar instruments by the same builder, um, and we're forced to make them sound like they're not all the same guitar, <laughs> uh, which is uh, which is really a joy, especially with these guitars. There's so many different tones you can bring out and uh, make so distinct. Um,
2: and we're back to Rain. Um, so, I actually have the most different background out of everybody here. Um, I, I, again, I started 10, 11, maybe 12 years ago. Um, I actually started on classical guitar and then I did one classical piece and absolutely fell in love with it. But it did take me a handful of years until uh, my freshman year of high school to find a proper classical teacher. But um, I also have a very strong background in. Orchestra. I was a violinist uh, all throughout my public school education. So um, I, when I was um, when I got into the Fredonia Guitar Quartet, I had already had vast amounts of experience in chamber groups, quartets, duos, trios—you name it—I've probably like played in one. Um, but what struck me as the most challenging thing about being in a specifically classical guitar quartet was kind of like what Jackson said how we're all supposed to sound different from each other but also blend and it's that's a tough thing to do when um, you don't have the leeway of maybe a bow where you can kind of fade into a note like if we're playing something staccato all together or very quickly we all need to play that at the same time together so um, I think that was one of the hardest things for me to learn and you know kind of Work with. But yeah.
0: That is amazing. It's interesting hearing, like, go again, because I mean, classical guitar is so different from playing. Electric guitar in a rock band or something like that. It's interesting to see like where you can take from both. How they kind of like this makes me better this way, or you can uh, you can apply it to both. You know, I, you may not you may not directly. Maybe someone else would guitar. Maybe some people go guitars guitar, but really it's not. Yeah. It's very different depending on what you're doing. Yeah. So it's very interesting to see how you can like you know just how you combine it all. But uh, let's hear you play more guitar. We're talking guitar. Let's hear some more guitar. It is the Ferdonia Guitar Quartet right here on Arts on Fire Live. Take it away. Frank again.
4: I'm going to be playing a solo piece composed by the Brazilian composer of the Romantic period, Via Villalobos. I'm going to be playing the first of his five preludes for the classical guitar. I hope you enjoy it.
2: very much for listening to us. Uh, This last piece we'll be playing is indeed a classical guitar quartet piece. Um, It is, surprise, a Beatles tune. It is called Being for the Benefit of Mr. Kite, and it is arranged by Charlie Mosse, one of our former classmates and former guitar students.
0: And that concludes this episode of Arts on Fire Live right here on 107.9 WRFA. I've been your host, Anthony Merchant. Would like to thank very much the Fredonia Guitar Quartet for joining us. Amazing hour of music there. Would also like to thank their professor, Dr. James Pierkowski. I would like to thank the uh, Corporation for Public Broadcasting. All our great listeners who support WRFA. Without you, there would be no WRFA. And I would also like to thank Owen Murphy, the technical director of the Reglin Ney. Would like to thank Kip Reynolds and his team at Cranky productions for the video, and I would also like to thank Jason Sample, our WRFA manager, for uh, putting everything together. So that concludes this episode of Arts on Fire Live right here on 107.9 WRFA. Thank you for listening.